Hello, 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 everybody. We have made it to 10 whole phone calls. Oh, second I said that, the dog jumped up and started giving me love. Um, today's phone call is with Mike Ott, um, a wonderful person and um, eh, extremely wise. And uh, I appreciate him being so open about uh, how he's dealing with all of this. It gave me so much, so much joy to be able to talk to him, finally. Um, yeah, so big number 10. Thank you all so much for spreading the word. I know I say that every time, but it, it does mean a lot. Um, yeah, this is, uh, this is a good day. It started off gloomy and a little bit sad, but uh, it was made better by this conversation with my dear friend, my God. All right, I'll talk to you after. Here we go. Are you back? I'm back. There you are. I I love how <laughs> the first text will say, ah, that didn't work. And then all of a sudden, come join my podcast. <laughs> you know so you want to. <laughs> I'm so happy about it. Oh, man. How are you on this rainy, rainy day? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm okay, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. How is anybody? I know, and it's just, <laughs> I, oh no, you sound like you're cracking up. Mm-hmm. That's me it. today. <laughs> no, well, this is going to be good then. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I realized this morning, not that I was going for a beer in the morning. Uh, sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wink. Yeah, um, I, I realized that we were out, so, um, so we ordered some. And it could be arriving at any point. So just cool. letting so, you like know. It could be happening in the middle of this. Yeah, I would actually kind of like it if it did. That way we could, you know, do a little threefer. That would be kind of wonderful. I would love that. Why are Spire cars out right now? They're not shutting anybody down. We were promised. What? Spire They're... Energy. Who is Spire? I don't have, we don't, I'm, I'm in Johnson County. I don't have Spire. <laughs> I don't know how they do it in Johnson, but here in Jackson, uh, we are run by Slumlords and Spire Energy. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. that sounds exciting. And so are they, these are the people that like shut off all essential, uh, you know, like uh, power, electric, that kind of stuff? Pretty much everything you need to stay alive. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, so, they're very popular right now, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, man. What, what, what a day. <laughs> Is it, has anything specifically been horrible today? No, or just it's another day in a long, never-ending cycle of days? Kind of, yeah. I mean, I, the, I've been having these dreams lately that are waking me up. Um, last night oh. or this morning's uh, dream was... Um, I don't, Charles Bronson was in my house and yes. he was just creeping around and I didn't actually see him, but I knew it was Charles Bronson because I kept seeing his shadow. And I'm like, man, I know once upon a time in Mexico and that is Charles Bronson's mm-hmm. silhouette. That The man has a very distinctive shadow. <laughs> I know. Everybody says it about him. Yeah. His shadow is more distinctive than his expressionless face. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, dreams and, uh, I don't know. Do you dream? Uh, I do dream. 
I I am I am guilty of very rarely remembering my dreams. Oh, that's fine. Um, I remember how they make me feel. Like I have I have emotional memory of the dreams. Yeah, Is that that's a thing, right? Sure. That, yeah. Yeah, that could be a thing. Uh, so I'll wake up and I'll either go, oh well, that was nice, and Becca will ask, what was it about? And I'll go, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but I feel I, I feel happy. So it, it was either sex so, or woo-hoo. food. Yeah, yeah, pr- probably both. Knowing me, <laughs> uh, but lately, yeah, lately I've been dreaming a lot, but I don't, I don't remember any of them. But I don't think any of them have been. They haven't been. I don't know. Like they haven't been nightmares, but they haven't been good. Yeah. I haven't been. I have flying dreams a lot. Uh, they're oh, my nice. favorite ones, uh, and I can't remember the last time that I had one of those. I think. I think they've all just been. It's a weird world. And that is now in my brain that everything is weird. And so that's how my dreams are going to be now. Uh, and they're weird. And so I just wake up going, huh? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like I spend most of my day not really knowing how I feel. I wake up hitting the ground running, not knowing how I feel. Exactly. It's the same in there as it is out here. <laughs> yes. Yes. And yeah. aren't our dreams supposed to give us some sort of, like, I get that our dreams, you know, say something about who we are as people and, you know, the, the world that we live in, but aren't they also supposed to like, give us a break at some point? It's a break. Yeah. Or some kind of enlightenment at least. And that's something. just not happening. <laughs> give, give me something that I can use. Yeah. But, but no, it's, it, I have, I have nothing to use right now. <sighs> can I, um... I wish... Oh no. Yes, please. No. Go. Well, you, well, well you what can... do you wish? No, you can do whatever you want to do. This is this isn't my podcast. Podcast. Well, this is yours. I mean, are you grossed out by like uh, like bathroom humor? Oh God, no. Okay, cool. So whenever I have flying dreams, it's never like you know I wake up and I'm or I wake up in the dream and I'm flying. It's always right. it starts with me usually on a sidewalk and I'm walking okay. and I'm walking, and then you know the way you like <laughs> the way you kind of p- push. In order to get something out. That's how I fly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, that's insane. I've never told anybody. That. Oh my God. Neither have I. And this is magical that I'm, I'm not alone. Oh, no. Hollis, I'm not alone. Yes. It's like, you push. And then do you ever, does it ever, like, do you ever not take off and you get so frustrated? I know. And you don't want to push too hard because like part of me knows that I'm dreaming and that like I, I am in bed somewhere. Yeah, and, and so if, if I push I, too hard, I, yeah, I don't want to be a child I'm, again. I'm, I'm gonna poop. I'm gonna poop. I'm gonna poop the bed. Oh, but you I'm know so what? S- At the same time, like if if it gives me thirty seconds of flight time right now, I think I would trade off pooping in the bed for that. I mean, I have all of the time to do my laundry, <laughs> and I'm See, not. And I'm I not think- even. I'm not trying to gross if, anybody if I, out. <laughs> oh, no, 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 not at all. I think if I were still a bachelor, that's honestly all I would do. I would just sleep, poop the bed and fly and then repeat as desired. But now <laughs> that now that I have a family to care for, that really it cuts into your bed poop at time. Uh, I know I it's like learned. a once twice a week thing. No, cops, cops. And the judgment <laughs> that comes with it is it's unwelcome. It's unwelcome is what it is. Uh, oh well so these last couple of weeks have just been bully for you you've been totally ground centric yes you've been oh i haven't i have not i have not left the ground once emotionally (laughs) in my dreams at all 
No. In <laughs> fact, if anything, I think I, I think I've just been laying on the ground, um, yeah. breathing the way you know, like in a cartoon or in a movie when like a wildebeest will get trank darted and they kind of have that. Yeah. Up against the rock or the ground. That's that. That image is basically my spirit animal of the last, what, three and a half weeks now, I guess. Almost, man. I, I'm kind of like, picturing you as the triceratops in Jurassic Park that Sam yes. just leans on. Yeah. Yes. And Jeff Goldblum is in the other room going through my poop. That, right. That, that is me. Yeah. Shirt unbuttoned. <laughs> well, yeah. And, but yeah. Goldblum now, not Goldblum circa original Jurassic Park. It, it, ah. Like Disney Plus. Talking about ice cream for thirty minutes, Jeff Goldblum. Oh my god! Yeah. Have you watched that show? Hashtag my Jeff Goldblum. Yes, oh, I love it. I we, Elisa wants to make like a super cut of every time that he breaks into song with some poor poor guest. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would also have to make um, edit together their facial expressions when they realize that they're. <laughs> going to watch Jeff Goldblum sing for a minute there's nothing exactly. I can do about it and that sense of resignation <laughs> that, that moment that of like moment he's actually like this <laughs> yes oh no that's just him okay well was, what are the life choices that brought me here <laughs> I was really hoping for uh, the fly Jeff Goldblum not Wes Anderson <laughs> Jeff Goldblum and here he is singing like golden age <laughs> musical theater songs <laughs> yeah exactly that's, that's just him uh, oh, I want to know. I want to know how he's doing right now. Oh well, yeah. Uh, he's we fine. I, you know, there's so, uh, uh, there's so many celebs that feel like we need to know how they're handling all of this, and you know, are putting out a daily, some sort of daily video uh, update of their home life, and and most of them, I I don't, I don't, I. God bless her. I don't care how Reese Witherspoon is doing right now. And and I mean, I don't mean that personally. I just, yeah. I don't care. But I want to know, I want to know how Goldblum is doing. I want to know how is he handling it? And maybe that can give me an insight on how I do better. There you go. Yeah, you guys are very similar in type. I'd probably look at like, I don't know, Steve Buscemi. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Steve Buscemi. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna take a stab at this, and I'm gonna say he's not handling it well. He's already dead. He's that's terrible. I'm so sorry. So sorry, stupid. I, no, it, he's. I'm sure he's fine. Uh -huh. But I I don't think he, I think he's physically fine. I don't think he's mentally well during this. He doesn't he doesn't strike me as someone who 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 can roll with this kind of global uh, disaster. Well, and I, I, mean, I, I could I, be wrong. I could be wrong, but no, I th I think you're probably. Right. I mean, he seems like a neurotic fella. And, you know, whenever 9-11 happened, there was something he could do. And he was like a, you know, he was a first responder. And oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so but I feel like someone like that, that has that impulse to help in any way he can, he probably would see something like this and be like, well, I don't know what to do except just stay inside. Like inside. Yeah. Man. Yes. That's that's been my struggle where like I I, I want to do something. Yeah. to help and right now it's literally the opposite of what we should be doing to help oh <laughs> to yeah help, we should be doing nothing and yeah. that is that is making me drive the struggle bus i know it makes me wish i could i don't know do something like i wish i could 
so or make these masks you know that like ellen yeah. kirk and uh i think uh-huh. um, casey jane i think is doing yeah some. they're it's... they're cranking them out they've got quite the little sweatshop going on over there sweatshop in a in a good i don't know is there is there a term for a, a, a good sweatshop i think it's uh the best little sweatshop in texas that's what they like to call <laughs> you it. nailed it well done well done <laughs> yeah. sir Okay. So yeah, we we actually we just bought three of those masks because Alba's best friend's mom has like a, a plethora of immunocompromising issues. Uh-huh. So she's been all gung ho about you know staying home and telling people to stay home. And so last week she started cranking out a bunch of these. So Becca went over there and bought them, and now we have uh, we we have our little matching masks now too. I love it. I really need to get one. I've got a couple of friends that are doing them, but I don't, you know, I don't want to take them until hospitals are effing. Right. I don't know. They have, uh, they've got what they need. Yeah. Which I don't even know if I don't, I don't know if I don't think they're ever going to have what they need until this thing is over. It it seems like I don't think there's going to be a date where they're like, all right, we're good. Thanks. Well, and especially with all of this, (laughs) terrible misinformation about those dang nurses hoarding masks jeez i mean like oh, get the real. worst get real yeah no it's i uh i i i turn them i i've been watching a lot of news uh-huh. but as soon as that thing comes on the screen mm-hmm. i i turn it off because the point of watching news is to learn something to learn to be more informed about our world and i think right now good information is important. And I know that I'm not going to get any from him. So why yeah. would I waste my time and energy on that thing? Exactly. I, I've been taking a break from like live news or, you know, checking CNN or BBC. I've been, if I ever need to take a break, I'll follow a couple of friends advice. Um, I'll just go to the CDC. I'll look at the new numbers oh, yeah. and call it good. Um, like mm-hmm. make sure, you know, there are or aren't any updates on, what I should be doing differently. I mean, if we're told, you know, that these neighborhood walks are no longer safe, I, I, right. I'll, I'll, I'll rue the day, but I'll, you know, I'll follow it. We'll, we'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Anything. I feel like anything that gets us to the end of this quicker. Yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, it, I'm, I'm all for no matter how big of a pain it is. Cause, <clears throat> and that's been something I've been struggling with is, how do I how do I balance this like fee, these feelings in me that I mean that's honestly I just described my entire thirty eight years of existence uh, <laughs> but more specifically um, how do I balance this like I'm frustrated I'm bored like all of us are uh-huh. but also at the same time I know that my situation and my living conditions are 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 better than than a lot of people. So, so I have this, this, I don't know, this carnal need to whine and moan and complain to get it out. But then on the, on the other hand, I have this voice saying, dude, just shut up. You have it so much better than so many other people. They would kill to be in your, in your place. Sure. I know is true about any situation. Um, But uh, yeah, so I don't know. There's, I think there's some guilt that goes along with that of, of having those moments of boo-hoo, oh, poor me, yeah. um, while knowing that there are people who have it way worse and I should just, you know, shut my mouth and s- sit on my couch and 
you know, and, and wait and we'll get through this. I don't know. No, I'm with you. And I think the same way that like we're rationing food and, you know, toilet paper, paper towels, Mm -hmm. we can also ration those feelings. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll get all of that shit out in my journal. I know you've been journaling um, recently too. It's like that, that is my time to kind of get all of the selfish feelings out and wax philosophical about my own, Mm -hmm. you know, um, kind of dull experience in the apartment. But yeah, I mean, as long as you know when to cut yourself off, I mean, it, it, it that that's such a slippery slope. I'm with you, and it's it's uh, nearly impossible to kind of uh, referee yourself. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Yeah. That's that's exactly how I'm feeling. But yeah, the journaling has helped immensely, and I this is the first time in my life that I've ever journaled. I, you know, I've written stuff before that has been I don't know like autobiographical, uh, but never never. Uh, a set time at seven fifteen every night. I sit down in the kitchen and I, I put my headphones on so I can't hear whatever insanity is going on in the house. And mm-hmm. I and you know I spend twenty to twenty five minutes writing about how the day went and how I feel. And I try to I try to mix in you know what happened. Like if if a big news story happened, you know like uh, when uh, when the U.S. became you know number one in uh, reported cases uh i felt like that that was a thing that i should make note of at least when i go back to read this later um just to kind of give to give what my feelings are to give them context about what is causing those feelings (laughs) confirmed Uh, i'm in hell Uh, (laughs) yeah nope yep uh still checking in from the seventh circle of hell uh yeah so it but that that has been that has been a nice way to kind of dump the day and try to start fresh as much as I can every day, but man, I don't think there's any, any way to just get it all off of you. No, man, it's, it's impossible. I've, I've kind of, I used to be kind of a, um, I think they call it a graphomaniac, which has nothing to do with mm-hmm. graphs and has everything to do with just like uh, compulsively writing. And uh, I used to be so obsessed with writing down every single detail and every single interaction. And uh, I mean, just everything. And it got so bad to a point where, because I was writing so often and because I was so wrapped up in that mania, I would just end up writing about writing because that was all that was happening in the day. Yes. Today I write yes. and now I write and I will write. <laughs> but I must write so that I can right. continue to write and, oh, God, I'm stuck. Yeah. yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, oh, in a play Proof, you yeah. know, Proof. Uh, I mm-hmm. think Robert has pretty severe graph media let's not compare ourselves to schizophrenics anyway i don't um, know if is that not gonna paint you in a good light pal but no please (laughs) yes continue um so so, uh call 911 um (laughs) oh boy how do i how did we meet because i was struggling to remember we we met the first time you and i were ever in a room together was Uh when you uh, were the guest uh, during the first run of Lefty and Crab. I'll be damned. You're right. Yep. Uh, that was the first I knew of you, but we Same. had never been. I was like, who is this? Who is this man that goes by R.H.? Who is this? Is this chump? Uh, and then I met you and I thought, oh, this chump is a beautiful, lovely person. I like <laughs> this chump. Uh, but yeah. I still, I don't think, I don't think we actually talked or really met uh until 
It had to have been before Milk and Christmas rehearsals. You know right? what? You know what, man? I don't think so. I know I said my memory is muddy like on it. Day one of Milk and Christmas may have been like when we, quote unquote, when this magic began. Yeah. And, and I was so, oh my gosh, <laughs> I had held so many people in that room on their one big collective pedestal and, uh-huh. you know, and uh, the boys were on, I think, a Skype call listening to that first read through and, oh yep. my Lord, yep. I, I was, was such a, a mess. How was that? Yeah. How was that for you? Cause that's gotta be, I, I've talked to people that have joined, you know, our friend dog craziness you know, in season two or season three of something. Uh-huh. Um, and I don't, I can't imagine what that would be because as you now know, we, we, you, we become such a tight family unit. I feel like breaking into that would be daunting to say it's, the least. Yeah, man. I mean, it's weird. Uh, it would be stranger with a, a group of less humble people. Um, sure. You know, I mean like in a room with you, Nellie and, Elise and uh, let's see who else were like the returning members that year. Um, uh, Ange, Ange and Bob and Ellen is, you know, Ange and Bob and Ellen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a whole bunch of good people, but I mean, especially, you know, the, the rebels were so welcoming and my, my particular brand of humor wasn't as say uh, uh, out of place as it might be in other theater. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> companies here in town where it's like what yeah, the hell no, did uh, he just say what did he <laughs> is that is that a joke <laughs> again yeah, call you, just, you just described my entire professional career yep but it yep. was it, it was kind of daunting especially you know like i don't know if you've ever been in a similar situation but taking over roles that are so um detailed in their character choices um right right it it, it thank God for those bracketed improvised lines where you can kind of find a way to, to make it your own. And I think everybody that has taken somebody's slot in those shows has done a significant job of just making it their own, but it's a mountain to climb, man. It is. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 I can't possibly imagine what that was like. Um, but I think the, I think the, the, the great thing that has come out of that is that, we have had turnover and yet the shows haven't suffered at all. Uh, and in fact, they grow. I think every time somebody new plays a role, I think it grows that character and makes that character. I don't know. It, it seems to make their arc more full in my opinion. Uh, I say that as somebody who refuses to relinquish control of his characters. Uh, well, but, um, that's fair. I think you've, you've earned that right for in this conversation. You know, you know, I am I am the only one that can play the cookie. The rest <laughs> of you should share, though. You bunch of losers. Uh, <laughs> you can have one. I, yeah, you can have one. Uh, no, I've been doing his voice a lot lately to keep me sane. Which that seems like the opposite of sanity, being the voice of a gingerbread cookie in the midst of a global pandemic. But I think it's helped. It's helped me stay sane a little bit. Oh man, I am. Uh... I, I'm getting so much more in touch with my neuroses and, um, Yay. Yeah. It. Oh no, it. I, I am. But I mean, it's Gene, it's Gene from lefty and crab for sure. Yes. Like in a nice little yes. package, he lives somewhere in the cockles. Yes. Oh, deep, deep within those cockles. <laughs> 
What does Dennis Leary uh, say? The subcochlear. Yeah. Yes, the subcochlear. Yeah. Subcochlear? I think that was what it was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Leary. I miss Leary. Me too. What's he doing? There's somebody else. I want to know how he's handling all of this. Oh, he's I'm pissed. Assuming, angrily. I'm, I'm assuming he's just pissed all the time. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I assume that's how he handles weddings, funerals, graduations. <laughs> Baths. So today might just be Friday to him. I don't know. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. So, oh. like, t- oh, today specifically, it is incredibly rainy. We had freezing rain. Um, oh, it's miserable outside today. Oh, it, it really is. And I feel like Mirror Up to Nature has kind of taken on a whole new meaning, right? Yes. Um, Preach. But how how are you dealing today specifically? I um not well. Um I knew that I was gonna get to talk to you today, so that has given me a reason to um I don't know, shake some of the funk off for a little yeah. bit, which was wonderful. because um, I think if I didn't have something to look forward to today, um though in all fairness, we are we are going to watch Onward tonight on Disney Plus because it came out today. It did. Okay. It did. Uh, and Alba has been counting down for weeks uh, to watch that because she was very excited to see it in the theater. Um, so at least we have something, you know, some things to look forward to today. But if if it were not for those things, if it were just yet another day in a long string of days, uh, today would be rough because I am I am a person who my, I am an outdoors person. I want to be outdoors. I want to have the windows open. I want to eat lunch outside. I want to go for walks. I want to breathe fresh air. Uh, and so on days like today, I feel so um, like I have to retreat into myself a little bit. Uh-huh. And I don't, I, I don't feel like I have room to stretch. It's almost like I get emotionally claustrophobic on days where I feel like I can't go outside. Oh my gosh! I, I, I mean, I could physically go outside, but it's cold and rainy and icy, and it sucks. You're not going to have a good time. I, I, I don't wanna. Um, so yeah, these days, it, it, it's kind of like um, you know the way a lot of people start feeling the last half of winter. You know, where you have that seasonal depress seasonal is it seasonal depressive? I think it's like a seasonal, seasonal affective disorder. Seasonal yeah. Yes, that's yeah. It, yeah. Uh, it's that, but like a, a very temporary version of it. Um, and then, you know, next week when it's 70 and 80 and beautiful, I'll feel at least some semblance of humanity again. Um, but yeah, I'm, I don't know. Do you get affected by, by, by the weather? A little bit, a little bit. I was talking to Elise, I think about this recently and, um, Mm -hmm. Usually, you know, like when the world is still spinning on its axis, um, yeah. I kind of have a a little bit of a reverse situation where sometimes yeah. if, say, you know, we're in the middle of summer or, you know, spring is, you know, we're enjoying this two weeks of spring that we usually get. Um, uh-uh. I, I feel a lot of pressure, I think, to, to be in a good mood because, uh, you know, I already, I suffer from depression all, all, already and, and pretty intense right. anxiety. So mix those with everybody saying let's go outside i'm like oh my god i i want to i desperately want to but there's a little bit of pressure so sometimes um in the winter which i adore um i almost feel like i've been given permission to feel crummy 
And if I have permission yeah. to feel crummy, I can kind of get over it. And therefore, like, end up, I end up being a bit happier. Now, that's ah, in normal. That totally makes sense, though. Right. And, but that's in normal life. So right now, uh, you know, days where we're already stuck inside and it just happens to be rainy and gloomy, it's kind of easy to. I really like what you said. Uh, you said emotionally claustrophobic. That is, that is it in two words. Man. Yeah. That's it. Yep. Yeah, no, but that it totally makes sense. It's I don't know. Do you do you feel do you find yourself feeling and I don't know if better is the right word or or if it's just handling your depression and anxiety better when you feel like there are others who who might be going through the same thing as you or is it easier for you to handle it when it's just you? Wow. Does that make sense? No, it really does. Um I've been thinking about that a little bit. Um, I think that can be a slippery slope. Like right right now, knowing that there are other people that were already uh, depressives, um, yeah. knowing that I'm not alone there is, is really nice. Mm -hmm. However, uh, not super self-serving. I feel like it can kind of get schadenfreude-ish where it's like, hey, yeah, everybody feels like crap, not just me. That's uh -huh. not where I'm coming from at all. Right. And yeah, I, I feel... Uh, I don't know. I, I never want to be the only person going through it, however, because right. then, you know, you feel like a burden. It's like, oh, why is he in a bad mood? Why, you know, why isn't he talking very much in rehearsal today? That kind of stuff can yeah. just make you spiral out even further. What about oh, you? Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I think we're very similar in that regard. Uh, when I was younger, um, <clears throat> before I found love, uh, <laughs> I, I only said that in, just in case Becca's listening. Hi, Becca. Um, I love you, sweetie. Um, she's downstairs right now because I'm hiding in the in the guest bedroom. Cool. Um, uh, no, when I was younger, I I would go through uh, these bouts of, um, and I don't think I recognized it as depression at the time, uh -huh. but now in retrospect, I go, oh yeah, no, I was. That's totally what that was. Yeah. Um, but I would, I would go through, you know, just these little one or two week bouts of, you know, being down and, and bummed out and just not, you know, I, I wanted to be, I wanted to be happy. I wanted to be, I wanted to feel like myself, but I just didn't. Um, and so at the, since at the time I didn't think of it as depression, I thought, well, I'm just not. I'm just not trying hard enough. Oh, no. Um, yeah, I've been there, buddy. Yeah, I know, which that's, a again, slippery slope. Uh -huh. But if there would be times, and again, in retrospect now, I feel very guilty about it. Um, there would be times where, like, something something horrible would happen or, you know, maybe there was a, a death of somebody in my inner circle or something where it, something something would affect the people around me so that they were also kind of down. They had a, you know, a legitimate reason to be down. And it was almost a relief to me not to have to come up either with an excuse uh, to other people as to why I wasn't, you know, being happy, funny, you know, bouncy Mike, or a, a, a sense of relief that I didn't have to fake it today. Wow. Um, and, and in, in retrospect, I'm like, well, that's, I don't think there was ever a time where I was wishing for bad things to happen. No, you're like, not I a sociopath. I, no, no, not full time. <laughs> and, um, 
Um, you know, but there, there were definitely those times where I wasn't relieved something bad happened, but I was relieved at the, uh, I don't know, at, at the dominoes that fell afterwards that allowed me to just kind of be in the moment and not feel like I have to put on this facade, you know? So no, I, I feel that, that, that deep. That was, that was deep right there. No, I, well, we're here to get deep. <laughs> I am in the basement. <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh man, I'm actually on the third floor, so I'm clearly on the wrong floor for this conversation. No, it's okay. You're flying. I've ruined. Oh no, I'm not pushing hard enough. <laughs> Don't make a mess of the guest bedroom. I actually do. <laughs> Nobody's coming over. Yeah, it's a it's a third bedroom. Nobody sleeps in here. I just record in here. <laughs> I love it. Oh, is that where Fine. your studio is? Yeah, our, my our little blanket fort, which is actually it's in the corner of the guest bedroom, and we have three um, three. Uh, Cl- uh, clothes racks, you uh-huh. know, like little m- on wheels hanger thingies. Yeah, like the ones uh, And we have blankets. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And we have blankets draped over them. Uh, and then I go in the middle and I have my little, uh, my mixer and my uh, microphone and stuff set up in there. And I, I do my little recordings in, in my little blanket fort. Can you? Like a big boy. Like a big boy. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big boy. Could you do me a favor uh, once this is over so I can post it? Um with this yeah maybe take have becca or alba take a picture of you in there uh yes i will okay cool excellent what were you recording yesterday it was something or was it yesterday i don't know days our time is meaningless yesterday two days i think maybe it was two days ago Uh i think maybe uh yeah where i was i was doing battle with audacity oh god uh, yeah product placement um (laughs) we'll never be sponsored by audacity (laughs) Not after this story, nope. uh, where it made me want to set my laptop on fire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but no, yeah, it was just um, you know now that none of us can leave our homes, I still I I, I may have lost ninety eight percent of my job, but I still have the job of singing at church on Sunday morning. That's insane. Uh, and so now we're 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 recording all of our parts piecemeal in our own homes, and then layering layering them layering them all together and so i was trying to get mine recorded and it wasn't wanting to let me do that but i i found a jankety workaround but i i feel like i need to i i've learned a lot this uh you know when you're thrust into the sink or swim kind of uh event you definitely learn a lot of things that you wouldn't have learned had you been able to stay in your comfort zone, which I'm thankful for. Sure. Um, I'd like to come out of this, you know, a little better than I was before. I think, I think we all want to be able to come out better in some way. Um, but so I've, I've learned a lot uh, in terms of, you know, sound design and, and excuse me, uh, recording and that kind of thing. Um, but boy, I, I know, as if I didn't know beforehand, I know now that I am meant for one side of the microphone and one side of the microphone only. Oh, I love that. <laughs> Same here. Yeah. I Yeah, not all yeah. of us can be David Keel. No, I, I can't even be, I can't be a fraction of that man's skill set. No. Uh, I just, let me, let me sit and let me do my funny voices and sing my songs uh, <laughs> and then trust that you the incredible sound engineer are going to you know make it all 
sound good. But <laughs> yeah, that's money. just that's not a skill set I have. I'm with Make you. That money song. I like though what you said about um, kind of being thrust into a sink or swim situation. Uh, yeah, that is how kind of going back to how we met and how terrifying stepping into a, a show like that is. There were, uh-huh. and I, so so many people deserve credit um, in just inspiring the hell out of me and changing the way I work. But watching the uh-huh. way you handle the speed, both on stage and off, and your patience through that process was wonderful, wonderful to um, to witness, especially when I was so scared. It was just like, I mean... Well, that- it's a beautiful thing for you to say. No, and I, I just, I, it's interesting to hear you talk about that, about that impulse in a totally different situation outside of theater, because that's just who you are. <laughs> well, that's, you are, you are a sweet, sweet man, and very kind to saying that, or to say that. And I, uh, you know, like every true performer, we all have, we are all filled with self doubt. Oh yeah. Uh, and uh, but when I hear you say something like uh, how patient I was during the process, I go, no, never mind. I'm a kick ass actor because <laughs> I wasn't yeah, inside. I was like, just can we just move on? Oh, but see, that's it. You do that. OK, you have that outburst, though, the second we get out the door. Some people yeah. without calling anybody out, mm-hmm. not not in that show, nope. but like I, no, I, I've but been in situations where it's just won't. a total shit show of impatience. Yes. Yes. And they let it out, you know, in the middle of a scene or in their director's face or sometimes it is the director or, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't I think we all get frustrated. It's how we handle the frustration. That, yeah, mine always sets us apart from the animals. God damn it. That's in the, it's in the Bible. Look it up. It is in the Bible. That's, um, I don't know, it's probably Leviticus. That's where all of the, the juicy stuff is, right? I believe it's Leviticus 19.12. Right. I really hope somebody looks that up and it's just something so supremely inappropriate. It's like the one about, like, mixed cloths or fabrics. <laughs> it's like, wait. I... Or the unclean something. I don't know. As long as it has to do with uncleanliness, I'm, I'm going to feel like this joke landed hard. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> listening, Mike. <laughs> Katie, oh, Katie Gilchrist and Mark are listening. That's... You guys, I need you to look up whatever that, whatever that uh, Bible. Oh my God! And let me they know. will too. They'll pause I'm, it right I'm now. I'm not going to do it. No, I don't have the energy to do it. This guy only sings. He only sings for. Yeah, that's all. That's all. That's all. I'm just a singing monkey guy. That's all I do. Oh my God! I kind of miss <sighs> being the uh, the. <laughs> The wind-up toy, though, I, you know, we, uh, the last few performances of Puffs were, were really, really cool, because I think a lot of us, without saying it, like, we were all um, kind of treating every performance like it was our last, but... Yeah, which, how refreshing was that? Uh, oh, it was kind of great. Um, oh. But, you know, before that, and I'm not saying we didn't, you know, put our all into every performance, but I missed the singing monkey... Sure symbol crashing energy of like 10 in the morning where you don't think you're going to be able to find a true emotional beat at all. And it's like, well, at all, how about just press play and see what happens. Let's see if the tape runs out. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's a perfect way to describe it. But that had, I, I hadn't thought about that, but all of, of you guys, I mean, I was, uh, I wasn't in a show when 
our world came crashing down around us. But to have that, to kind of see the writing on the wall and to know, you know, today, this might be the last time we do the show. Uh-huh. It might not be. And so to, to actually be able to, you know, people say, you know, live each day like it's your last. You guys actually got to experience a little bit of what that was like. And I mean, did, did you, did, did you find new, I don't know, a, a new form of energy in that? There was, I mean, doing a show. Yeah, a little bit. Mostly it was like, there was a new energy. There's definitely a, um, I mean, it wasn't frantic, but it's definitely frenetic. Um, mm-hmm. I personally, I, I can't speak for everybody, but I would find moments to just watch somebody different, you know, um, yeah. as the narrator for the, for the most part, I was, you know, off to the side and watching the scenes go down and introducing new characters and whatnot. So mm-hmm. I just tried to shift my focus, you know, like when I would usually watch Darrington um, just uh, have this wonderful emotional beat whenever Cedric dies, instead of watching him, because I had seen it a million times, I would watch, you know, this, uh, this wonderful young actor, Kimberly Gherkin, mm-hmm. um, you know, go through her own emotional journey, watching, having just watched someone die. Right. And, and you could kind of, uh, I, I don't know, I, I felt much more tied to the piece and kind of, uh, I, I was just like nervously trying to hang on to every single detail <laughs> of everybody's yeah. work. And I mean, yeah. yeah, everybody's just fantastic in that show. Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, looking at that cast, I was super jealous and super bummed that, you know, cause we were going to come see it during spring break and then <laughs> we're the world is still on spring break. <laughs> so that didn't exactly happen, but yeah, I, I, I've, I've thought about that a couple of times, but I, I haven't been able to, you know, ask anybody who was in a show at that time. Cause it kind of, you know, in our business, we, we always know when, for the most part, you know, when the show is going to end, right. you, you know, three weeks from now, we're done with this. And, but, but doing it leading up to, to whether or not, you know, you don't know if you're going to have a show the next day or the next day or the next day. And so it kind of gives, um, I don't know, gives us an insight into what, like, I don't know, like March madness. It's like the March madness of, of, of theater. Exactly. Is, yes. Where, you know, you win, you go on, you lose, you go home. And so you're playing each game like it's your last. And <laughs> it's still painful for me to talk about March madness. Oh right yeah. Now. That that was, I uh, think the first domino to fall, wasn't it? Rock chart, Jayhawk. Rock chart. Rock, um, but, um, but yeah, I, 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 uh, I am, and I don't know, jealous, is the right word, or maybe just envious of, of you guys that were, you know, that were in the middle of a production and kind of got to experience that portion of it. I'm not envious, uh, you know, of you guys having to, you know, stop short on these so many beautiful shows that, you know, lives were, you know, were, were cut. And in some, in some cases before they even got to start. I know. I can't, I can't um, stand that. You know, I can't st- noises off. Our, our beautiful noises off people that should have opened tonight. My oh, happy opening, you I guys. Just, every yeah, happy opening. It, it just my the heart goes out to them every time I think about it. What that what that would be like. Oof. Well, especially, I well I had a conversation with Josh who was in that show. He's playing Tim, yeah. and uh, sadly our recording didn't didn't really pan out. Um, there was some kind of no. some kind of f up, but uh, I mean. 
he almost couldn't put it into words how it felt. Yeah. I, I, I can't imagine. I truly can't imagine having a cast that perfect in a show yeah. that good and just being cut off. I, I, I have having, having, I mean, you've got everything going for you. I mean, from top to bottom, you're stacked. And then something that, you know, a literally once in a generation event just grinds it all to a halt. And there's nothing you could have done to prevent it. There's nothing, you know, if you would have done, you know, this differently four years ago, then this thing wouldn't have happened. It's, it's none of that. <laughs> it's, it's, this was going to happen no matter what we, you know, the little man, quote unquote, uh, did. Yeah. Um, and, and to have it to have it ripped away like that has just got to be just the heart heart wrenching. I can't imagine. I, I hate it. I hate it. Do you know? Um, do you know this? I promise this is going to be relevant. Um, <laughs> do you know the science fiction book Dune? Uh, I do with spice. Uh, come on, yeah. Right on. Okay, so there was supposed to be a. Um, a version of it before David Lynch's version, the uh, movie version came out in uh -huh. the eighties with like Kyle MacLachlan and, and all them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was this, like, I think he's Russian. Um, this director, Jodorowsky, who he, he is an amazing uh, avant-garde filmmaker. And he, okay. he got like Orson Welles on board. He got Pink Floyd to do the soundtrack. Uh, Mick Jagger what? was in it. Salvador Dali was going to be in it. I mean, this was no. going to be a fucking uh, is this is this like the Nicolas Cage Superman? Yes. Okay. Is it's it, exactly it like, like one of those. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, there, there's this documentary. It's called Jodorowsky's Dune, and they just go through oh. this like uh, not really a manuscript, but it's like a project book, kind of like a like a prompt book almost. And it's just all of the ideas and all of the concept art, and it just it no there there was not going to be uh, a better realization of this project and <laughs> whenever they took it to producers you know i mean you know it was already greenlit and they're like okay well here's all of the concept sure. art and we've got the cast and we've got the the musicians and what whatnot the the producers were like no this is too weird we're going to get david lynch to do it instead <laughs> this is too weird how does, that, how does that have to make you feel no it's too weird we're gonna play it safe yeah. with david lynch <laughs> And so just the way they talk about it, about like, you know, this amazing masterpiece that that could have been. I, I, oh my God. I think about Noises Off and I think about the remainder of the run of Legacy Land, which, you know, was uh -huh. only barely shown to people. I mean, like these. Yes. Uh, Kyle Hatley's Frankenstein. Of course. Which yes, yes. I have no doubt was going to be brilliance on the stage. Well, The, yeah. the Shining at the Lyric Opera. I mean, can you imagine oh, God, an yeah. opera ver apparatic called an ambulance? I'm having a stroke. Waffle um, <laughs> Waffles. waffles. <laughs> but I mean, it, I, I don't know. It's yeah. It, it'd be more sad if we weren't all witness witnesses to it. I'm I'm yeah. glad that the grief is widespread, um, and I'm glad that yeah. we held so many people, so many wonderful artists and designers and directors to such a high standard that this was as heartbreaking as it is. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I agree. Yeah. I agree. I haven't I haven't um, like actually physically cried 
for like what is happening right now. I'm sad about it. I'm frustrated about it. I'm angry about it. The, uh, there is only one day that I actually like teared up and really almost lost my shit. And that was when um, somebody said something and I, I can't remember what, what the catalyst was, but somebody said something where it, it, my mind without even thinking about it just went to day one when all of the theaters are reopened and we're all back to work and, you know, we're creating again in the same space. And it was, it was, it was too much for me to process. Even talking about it right now, I, my eyes are getting missing. (laughs) But just the thought of, of, of that day, because that day, it does exist. It, it, it will come sooner rather than later. I, I have zero doubt of that. But when that day comes, I mean, my God, the things that are going to be created out of this because of it in, you know, in, um, in conjunction with this, I, I think it's going to be something to really something to behold. I know. And I, I, I think about the relationships that will strengthen. Um, oh God. One, you know, I'm, I'm not a huge hugger, but I've been, I've been really, really, you know, thinking about, uh, say the last time I was really held by a friend, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, and, and of course my brain goes to, you know, uh, that final performance of milking Christmas, this last, Ooh. this last go around yeah. where you stayed later than maybe you should have. And you, you can't, you yeah. gave it, you gave us some extra time and that hug of ours. I, I didn't want to leave. I know, man. And like later that night, much later that night at about five thirty in the morning, um, <laughs> Nellie, Elise and Rusty and Sean and I all kind of just like clung to each other. And it's just, I, 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 yeah. I those are kind of my go-to safe memories, even though they're a little sad. Yeah. Whenever I really, really want to be touched by someone I trust, I think of those memories and I hope that those, um, I, I hope I'm able able to savor moments like that once this is all done. Yeah, I think I, I think we're definitely going to be able to appreciate moments of like that yeah. uh, moments like that more now that now that we don't. I mean, it's that's just one example of a million things that we as privileged Americans uh, take for granted that that oh well yeah this this kind of stuff can happen every day and then something like this happens where all of it is taken away. Um, I, I hope my, my dream and my deepest hope is that when we come out of this, that we are going to appreciate how good we have it And at whatever, whatever stage of quote unquote good you are at that. I hope that we as a people will appreciate where we are a little bit more than where we want to, where we're trying to get. I, to. I love that. I mean, we're, we are so due for a level up, man. We're, I mean, we already were. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, um, oh, and, and I would be, I would be remiss if, if we went this whole conversation, um, without saying that this is the first time that you and I have spoken with our voices since you agreed to be my best oh, man. Oh my goodness. Uh, gracious. And, and I'm very, very excited about oh, that. Oh buddy. I am too. And, uh, and that is that's been one thing that keeps giving me uh, is has kept me grounded uh-huh. is the thought of my God what if I had proposed last year <laughs> and our wedding was supposed to be this summer yeah. sweet baby Jesus the amount of the amount of stress 
and frustration and anger would be astronomical. Oh, heartbreaking. And, yes. And so, and my heart goes out for everybody who's had to, you know, either cancel weddings or push them back or have to have them, you know, via Zoom. Oh, God. Um, that kind of thing. Um, and so that, that's, that's been kind of the one big thing that always brings me back into being more, being um, more appreciative for the things that I do have is I am so appreciative that our wedding is next June. Oh man. And that's especially considering we're going to Italy um, for our honeymoon afterwards. So I I, I probably safe to say that that wouldn't have happened this year. Yeah. And I mean, I think that that's that kind of uh, healthy, like a healthy amount of, uh, I want to say a healthy amount of selfishness, but I don't think it's selfishness. I think it's just self-awareness. It's just like, yep, here's yeah, why I should yeah. be grateful and moving on. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And great. Now let me, let me look at the, let me look at my world through those glasses for the rest of the day and see, see where I'm at. And then, then let me take stock of how I'm doing. Oh, buddy. Well, I, I, um, well, before we go, what is something yeah you've learned about i'm gonna make it kind of specific what's something you've learned about your relationship um with the people you share your home with that you can use once this is all done Ooh, um animals included if you'd like yes yes those sweet beautiful terrible animals (laughs) um um i think i i think one thing that I've learned that uh, we get frustrated with each other, like every family does. Um, and it's only because we love each other so much and, you know, hold, hold each, you know, each one of us. Uh, I don't know. We, we do a good job of holding each other accountable. Um, and I think, God, I'm just rambling now. No, it's fine. We got time. What's happening. There's just so much to unpack with that question. I, I think because uh, this year has obviously been big for us, you know, getting engaged and and having that engagement happen and it being, you know, our lives be all about the wedding. And then all of a sudden, everything stops. Um, I think it's it's been nice to see that we are more than, I don't know, we are more than our relationship is what I want to say. And I don't think that makes any sense, well, but it totally makes sense in my brain. I, no, I that like you. the, the fact that she and I are that I, I don't know. Like we are, we are different sides of the same coin. We are so dissimilar, you know, we are polar opposites and yet we just, we make sense. And as frustrating as that can be sometimes, I think I've learned that I I wouldn't want it any other way. I think, I think I'm thankful that I happen that the love of my life happens to be completely different than me. Oh man. And that means I think, so much more than anybody's plans. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like there are times where, you know, she and I will be, you know, play, you know, playfully bickering back and forth. And I'll be like, ah, this would be so much easier if you love sports or, <laughs> you know, or she'd say this is so much easier if you knew how to clean a dish, you know, stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but I don't think it would be, I, I think, I think, I think what we have is, I don't know, is honest and wonderful and 
frustrating and beautiful and and I don't know it's it's complete and it it I think for the first time in my life I feel whole and uh, and that's kind of that's pretty cool that's a pretty cool thing to figure out right yeah man especially in a time where mm-hmm. it's it's so easy to get wrapped up in um kind of broadening that widening the scope a little bit like how how this can affect uh again all of your plans but how this is affecting your plans is not going to affect the love you guys have for each other you know it just it just won't yeah and there are there are so many things that i miss right now but they're all things that that as miserable as it's been you know but each day gets a little easier to live without those things that that they really are just things that i want and I, I, I think I have everything that I need. Um, and I, so I think that word, I don't know, those, need, those words need and want have certainly taken on a, a, a different meaning. I don't know, they mean a little bit more to me now, which is kind of cool. I love that, buddy. You're kind of cool. Mm. You're kind of cool. I love that you're doing this, man. It really, you're, I, don't, I don't know if you realize how, how much you are helping, not just the people that you are lucky enough to call you a friend and, and get to talk to you. But the people that just get to listen to your, your wisdom and your heart and your loveliness. And it, it means a lot, man, but we're, we're, we're lucky to have you. You beautiful son of a bitch. We're lucky to have you. And I'm so excited to, uh, I'm so excited to uh, reunite with you guys because, oh boy, I'm, I, I, oh boy, it's going to be a big it one. It is, and Elisa, I think, is probably a little sick of all of the riffing I'm doing to myself. <laughs> like, there are only so many comedy routines I can do to the wall. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. uh, trust me, Becca, Becca feels the same way. Alba is still entertained by them, but I'm sure that my time is getting short on that. <laughs> the so. curtain's closing. <laughs> Yes, so rapidly. Oh, buddy, I love you, and keep in touch. I'm sure I'll talk to you on the on the Rebel Thread later today. On, on the Rebel Thread and and our 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 Netflix parties and then the such. We need to pick another horror. Movie. I'm down. We were thinking about maybe doing Paranormal Activity soon, so we'll send you the code. Excellent. All right, let's do it. All right, I'll, all right. I love you, buddy. I love you. You uh, you tell Becca and Alba hello. I will. I will. And tell. No, Eliza and and the pooch and oh, I don't know your records and just everybody <laughs> that I miss them and love them and I'm excited to see them in person. I will, and it'll all be in this voice. Ah. Yeah. Once again, a huge thank you to Mike for talking, and a huge thank you to all of you for listening. Uh, I'm gonna get back to my thirty rock. I'm going to wrestle with this dog a little bit. I, uh, yeah, today's a good day. And the dog says, oh, I made her upset. I need to go apologize. Okay, bye. <laughs>